Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in our homeschool, or you'll always just hear about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So thank you for joining me this week. By the time you're listening to this, I'll be on an airplane headed to Wilson, North Carolina. I'm so excited. I'm heading down there for the Simply Living for Him Women's Gathering. We have some women gathering together for um, the weekend to seek Jesus. And if you're listening to this and it's during the event, I would love it if you could pray for us because I'm excited to see what God's going to do. Today we're going to have a little discussion about homeschool um, on this podcast. I wanted to do a homeschooling episode and kind of talk about keeping our focus in our homeschool and really why, have you really asked yourself why on earth are you homeschooling and do you sometimes wonder why on earth am I homeschooling? I want to get you back to the focus today or maybe to encourage you and inspire you um, to keep focused on the main thing. So before we get started, I do want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christian publishing company. They have a lot of great resources for the Christian family. They have homeschooling curriculum, encouragement resources, Bible resources, lots of stuff to check out. So please go over to apologia.com and see what they have to offer. Before we start on this topic, I really do want to pray. I want to pray and just, you know, ask God to really um, be with me and with every single word that comes out of my mouth. I also want to pray for you guys who are going to be listening to this, whether it's shortly after I record this or, you know, years from now, whoever's going to hear this. I want to pray for you as well. So dear Lord, I just want to take this time to ask you before I even start speaking to just um, take over, take over every word. Let every word that comes out of my mouth glorify you. Let every word that comes out of my mouth be something that can only be pleasing to you. Let this message come from you and not from me. Um, And I just pray for each person that is listening to this from now until however long this podcast remains out there, um, that whoever would hear these words would hear something directly from you through me because this this is really all about pointing people to you, not to me, but to you. So Lord, I ask you to please help me to um, just say the things that are honoring to you and that are... Um, pleasing to you and that are what people need to hear. May every word that comes out of my mouth glorify you alone in Jesus's name. Amen. So I wanted to talk about homeschooling today. Many of you know, and I have several, several podcasts in the archives about homeschooling. You know, I try to sort of do this podcast a lot about living simply you know like I said you're always going to hear about Jesus because that's basically everything I do I want to flow out of my relationship with God so you're always going to hear about Jesus sometimes it's a little lighter our episodes we talk about life out here on the little hobby farm Um, I gotta get Steve on here and do an episode again I've been talking to him and saying we've got to record together so maybe we'll do one about our little hobby farming one of these days um 
you know, and I, I try to kind of disperse homeschool episodes in there as well. I know everybody that listens is not a homeschooler, so I always try to, you know, vary up the topics. But today I really did have the homeschooling topic on my heart to talk about. And, you know, not specifically anything like about curriculum or about methods or styles or, you know, that kind of thing, but just the overall idea of what on earth are you doing this for? Because here we are graduating my oldest. Um, Let's see, you guys have known, if you've listened to the podcast a while, if you've ever heard me speak at a homeschool convention, if you've read my books or my blog, you probably know about our homeschooling story. Um, If you are a new listener or you don't know our homeschooling story, you can find that in the podcast archives. Um, It is titled The Unlikely Homeschooler. And I will link to any of these things that I talk about, um, anything that is in relation to this, I will link to the podcast webpage for this episode. So, um, you know, the long, the short of the long story is that we started homeschooling when my oldest was just entering kindergarten and she um, is now in her senior year. And of course, this year has really um, just been so surreal already to me that we're at this place because what homeschooling has done for our family is completely different than what I thought in the early years like our life has truly been changed my entire ministry has been birthed out of our homeschooling journey you know writing about it early on led to writing for other publications read to I mean led to um, self-publishing some best-selling homeschooling books, which led to speaking at national homeschooling conventions, which led to me starting my own ministry for women and families looking to focus on Jesus, you know, and um, there's just been so much that's been birthed out of this journey that has really been nothing about academics. But so many times I have to remind myself about the early years of homeschooling and why on earth I am doing this because even though we kind of gotten in our groove, you know, over the years, and I've sort of, I don't want to say figured things out, because I don't think we ever figured out perfectly. But I'm not floundering like I was in the early years. And we've definitely gotten into our groove. And I've definitely understood why we are homeschooling so that when I get off track or off focus, or I stop focusing on the main thing, I can remember what the main thing is and that's that we're doing this because God told us to and we're doing this because well there's a million and one reasons why we're doing it we're going to get into that in a second but we're doing this really to raise our children as best as we can to teach them to love the Lord with all their heart and for us that couldn't be done if we were putting our children outside of our authority for you know eight ten hours a day so For us, this has been the best decision. I am in no way, no shape or form telling you what God wants for your family. Do I think homeschooling is the best decision for us? Absolutely. Do I think homeschooling is the best decision for many people? Absolutely. But I will not go as far as to say 
you must do that to please God or you must do that to raise your children properly or you must do that for whatever reason because homeschooling is between you and God and that is something that you will answer to him for whether you choose to or not. So do I think homeschooling is the best thing on the planet? Yes, I do. I'm not telling you what to do, though, because that has to be something you go to God for. If you were to tell me that you homeschool, I'd be like, yes, right on. You know, we, we do that. But if you don't, I'm not going to sit there and look down on you and be like, hmm, well, you're terrible because that is not my place. So please, if you're listening and you're not a homeschooler, I do not look down on anyone who doesn't make the same choice I do. We truly felt that we were answering a call from God. And in fact... I didn't want to homeschool. I thought it was weird. I thought I didn't know what I was doing. I, you know, didn't want to do it. And even when I finally was like, okay, I want to do it because I really, I feel like God was just revealing to me in many ways that that was what we needed to do. I didn't want to do it because my family was so upset with me about it. My parents were completely 100% Um, against this decision so who wants to like cause all this strife in their family at least I didn't so I was like it would be so easy just to not do this thing but God always knows best and so it was the biggest time in my life up till this point that I can say that I stepped out in faith and obedience even though it seemed like the most difficult choice and it seemed like the most uncomfortable choice. But because of that, my life has been amazing. Like I can't even describe all the different things that have happened because of this journey, which has been, so far I've talked nothing about academics, right? Because You know, I speak at the homeschooling conventions and I wrote books on homeschooling, would love to write more books. You know, I talk about homeschooling all the time. But the one thing that when I talk or, you know, speak about it or write about it, it's hardly ever about the academics. I'm not here as some homeschool speaker that's going to promote some style or method. I'm always like, this is all about Jesus. This is a Jesus journey that he takes us on. And seeing what he has done in our family is beyond my comprehension sometimes. Like my family and how we interact with each other and our relationships with each other and the dynamic of our family is such a blessing. And I know it's because of homeschooling and because of this lifestyle that we have chosen to live. But so many times on the journey, and it even happens to me sometimes now, but so many times on the journey, I would start to get off course. Mostly in the very early years, I was floundering. I didn't know what I was doing. And so I started to really, you know, put my eyes on everything else except God. Now, I told you that he is the one who called me to homeschool. And that first year, I took this leap of faith. And I was completely acting out of obedience. I was like, okay, my parents aren't going to talk to me ever again. People think I'm weird. I don't really know what I'm doing, God. But this is truly what you're showing me to do. I feel like I'm going to cry just thinking about it. Because if I had turned away in fear, oh my goodness. Like I can't even imagine. But praise the Lord, he always wins out. 
And he helped me, because it wasn't me at all, he helped me to overcome that fear. He gives me that gift of faith to, you know, step out in faith, which is a gift from him, not on my own. And so, you know, we did that. And when I talk about keeping the main thing the main thing or why on earth are you homeschooling, for me, it goes back to that first decision. You know why I'm homeschooling and why I'm still homeschooling to this day? Because God told me to. Why on earth am I homeschooling? I'm not homeschooling because I want to send my children to Harvard. I'm not homeschooling because I have these big academic um, goals that are beyond what public school can do. I am not homeschooling because I think that it will save my children. I am not homeschooling because I want to shelter my children from the world, although I will say that there is nothing wrong with sheltering your children from the world when they're young these days because, you know, I'm saying I don't shelter them in the way that people think like, oh, I have them like locked up in my house. Yes, I have sheltered my kids just like you would protect a small plant that's going to grow. You would protect it. You know, we have a greenhouse and you, you keep that plant like protected until it's quite ready to be transplanted into the big garden in the soil. And so, yes, I shelter my children in that way. And we give them bits of the world at a time under our guidance and our di- direction so that they're not away from us when they're five years old, learning all about the world and then coming home and we have to fix it. We're not putting them in that garden when they're a little seedling and they're come, you know, coming at the end of the day and their roots are drying up and they're shriveling in their leaves. And we're like, what? We got to try to get it back to life. No, we don't put it out into that garden until it's ready. And so that's what I mean by the, you know, sheltering aspect of it. But so those are things that we are protecting them. There's are there are so many things that we are reasons that we do do it. But my main reason why on earth I am homeschooling is because God told me to. That's the simple answer. And everything else in my homeschool can flow from that. On the days that it gets rough, on the days that I think I don't know what I'm doing, and still, after 13 years, I can assure you that doesn't always go away. There are many days where it's smooth sailing and many days where I am confident that, you know, we're okay. I mean, my daughter got into two colleges. We did it. (laughs) I'm like, we did it. But you get those little voices in your head that say, maybe you ruined them. Maybe this wasn't a good idea. And then I simply have to go back to the fact that why on earth am I homeschooling? Because God told me to. And if we made mistakes and we didn't use the proper history and maybe we, you know, were a little too lax in math, guess what? We will learn from those mistakes and God will redeem, God will work through them, God will help us to navigate that because I don't think God ever intended for any of us to homeschool perfectly. I don't think he intended for me when I was, you know, this young mom having no clue what I was doing to say, you're going to do this and you're going to do it perfectly and you're going to look back and say you made no mistakes and it was perfect. In fact, those mistakes and those hard times were all part of the plan because it helps me to grow and to see. And hopefully I won't make the same mistakes as I you know, go down the line between the second, third, and fourth child. <laughs> but really, I mean, if we are expecting to do this thing in some kind of perfection, then we're not doing it for the right reasons. Because 
there has been so much growth in our family. There has been so, um, there's just been so much spiritual growth beyond, I mean, beyond academics. Why on earth am I homeschooling? Because God told me to. Why on earth am I homeschooling? Because my family has been able to grow together in the Lord. The number one thing I will always say that homeschooling has done for us has nothing to do with academics. We didn't do that perfectly, I can assure you. Is that my children and Steve and I have an amazing relationship together. Is it perfect? No, we argue. I snap at them. I get angry. I, we all do. They fight sometimes. But at the end of the day, I have four kids right now. Three are teenagers. One's a 10-year-old that are in my room. They will stay in my room till past 11 o'clock these days laughing. We're in bed and they don't want to leave. They're laughing. They all try to climb in bed with us. <laughs> we laugh. You know, um, we have our jokes. We talk. We, it's, it's beautiful. And, you know, Steve's always like, ah, come on, get out of our bed. We want to go to sleep. You know, they pile on my bed. And I've been showing pictures of that on Instagram lately. It's just been so much fun. And Steve's like, ah, come on, we got to go to bed. And, you know, he's joking around, but partially serious. And I'm like, you know what? This is the life. Like, in a few years from now, we're not going to have this. I love it. So just our family dynamic, I couldn't imagine and I said this to them recently like we wouldn't have this dynamic if you guys were in school because you'd be gone so much and then you come home and be trying to do homework and things like that I mean I'm not saying you can't be a close family so I'm telling you if you if you don't homeschool I'm just talking about my family my experience I'm not saying this is your family's not close and it can't be I'm saying for us, this is how I see it, for our family. I just feel like we've been given this gift of time together. And, you know, we know what's important. We look at, like I said, when you want to keep the main thing, the main thing, it always goes back to Jesus for us. We're not trying to keep up with the world. We're not trying to keep up with the Joneses. We don't want to be in any rat race. We want to raise our children to know and love the Lord so that they can then raise their children to know and love the Lord and that their children and their families and they themselves can go out and share the good news of Jesus with everyone they come in contact with. And we're going to expand that kingdom of God and tell the world about the love of Jesus. Those are, those are my family goals, my life goals, my homeschool goals right there if you wanted to sum them up. And so, you know... When you are in the middle of your homeschooling journey, especially if you have a bunch of little ones, especially if you're having a hard day, especially if you get those SAT scores back and they're not what you thought they would be, or you don't, you know, your child doesn't get into the college they want to, or, um, you know, you're just having a hard time and you're overwhelmed, sit down and say, why on earth am I doing this? Now, several years ago, I was speaking at a homeschooling convention and, um, it was such a, such a surreal experience because I had kept a journal when I was first homeschooling. I encourage everyone out there, if you're a new homeschooler, you're in the middle of it, you're in the thick of it, if you're even ready to be in the end of it, I encourage you to still do this. 
write down what God is doing in your homeschool. Write down your prayers, write down your hopes and dreams, and write down how he's answering them. Just write it down. It's not necessarily for you right now, but your future self will look back at that journal someday and it's going to be a huge blessing because it's a testimony to what God does. So when I was deciding to homeschool, I was in such turmoil that first year before we homeschooled. Once I knew that God was calling me to homeschool, I was so terrified and I had this really hard time with my parents because they were dead set against me homeschooling. And so I was writing down in this journal like all this stuff about how hard it was and God, what do you want me to do? And um, so I had that journal and I found it a couple years back and about five years ago. When, no, maybe about four years ago when we moved into our house is when I found it. And it happened to be one of the uh, first times I was speaking nationally at the homeschooling conventions. And my parents were with me. Yes, they did not want me to homeschool. But if you guys don't know that story too, that's a whole nother uh, podcast episode. But God has redeemed that whole thing. They not only love the fact that we homeschool now. I mean, they went from you're going to ruin our grandchildren if you homeschool that's what they were like in the early years too. There is nothing else we want for our grandchildren than you to homeschool. So they've done a complete turnaround on the whole homeschooling thing. Again, all God, miracle upon miracle. Um, and our relationship is better than ever. But they actually came with me to a homeschooling convention and it was kind of surreal to have them there because here I am, you know, speaking nationally about homeschooling and writing books about it and just so passionate about it. And they had been so against it. And here they were supporting me by coming to a convention and listening to me speak. And so not even thinking about them being there in the audience, I brought this journal with me and I read it to this group that I was speaking to, which were new homeschoolers. And I said to them, I encourage you to keep a journal because it's just such a testimony. You know, I, I was reading this journal recently because I found it and I didn't even recognize the girl in this in this journal. The things that I wrote about how terrified I was and how scared I was and I didn't want to do it. And, you know, I was like, isn't it amazing what God has done? And I get to this one part in the journal that says, God, why are you making me do this? My parents are never going to speak to me again. I don't want to do this. And then I wrote, but I will do it because I will follow you. And I trust you. And as I read those words, I look up and see my parents sitting in the audience. It was the most surreal moment of my life. Here I was reading the very words I wrote thinking, God, I don't, I know you're calling me to this. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I will trust you. And now the struggle I had had with my parents was behind me and they were sitting there, not only supporting me, but really like my biggest cheerleaders now with homeschooling. And the thing you must understand is there is no way on earth I ever thought that was possible. When we decided to homeschool, I thought, my parents will never support this. They may one day accept it, but they'll never be like 100%. I mean, I would have just been happy if they were like, okay, we won't disown you, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll support you. They not only support me, they are like my 
biggest cheerleaders. My mom tells everybody now, my daughter homeschools and she, you know, speaks at the convention. So it's just amazing. So that is why on earth I homeschool. I look back at that and I'm like, this isn't about me and what I want. This is about God and what he wants. And I have been able to glorify him through my homeschool. I've been able to step out in ministry and share about Jesus. I have been able to share Jesus with my kids constantly because we're together all day. Do you see what I mean? They're li- we're living life together. It's not like I'm sending them off during the day. They're coming home and we're like, you know, trying to catch up. And, and it's there with me. We've lived life together. And they have seen when I struggle. They have seen when we get to, you know, those mountaintop experiences. They've seen it all. And so what better way to prepare them for their own life than to have lived life with us? And again, I'm not even talking about academics, right? None of this right now. Why on earth I homeschool has much to do with academics. Do I think that homeschooling is a great viable option academically? Absolutely. But for me, I know it, that's not like what it's all about at the core. Do I think what it's all about at the core is God called me to this for purposes and God is glorified through this and God told me to do it and that's why I do it? Do I think then out of that will flow, you know, academic success or will flow the plans for my children, whatever their academics are? You know, I have one that's a really a struggling learner. His academic success is not going to look like some other people's academic success. But does that mean homeschooling has failed him? Absolutely not. Why on earth I homeschool is because God told me to. And he will equip me for the struggling learner. He will equip me for the one who really has no trouble and catches on very easily. He will equip me for each of them because out of everything I do in my homeschool flows from my heart for Jesus. That's why on earth I homeschool. So why on earth do you homeschool? What is it that has called you? I I know God has called. If you're homeschooling, basically I always say this when I speak at homeschooling conventions. No matter what circumstance you are in, God uses all different circumstances to bring us to homeschool. For some of you, you would say, like I say, well, God called me to. He told me to. That's it. Yes, but how did he get me there? He got me there by, you know, giving me little bits in my mind of, I don't want to do, I don't want to send them to school for whatever reason. And he does that to everyone. Perhaps, you know, you have a learner that was struggling and you decided you were going to do it for academic purposes. Perhaps you were homeschooled and you just always knew you were going to homeschool. Perhaps you were doing it because you truly wanted to shelter your children. Whatever circumstance he puts you in, he uses to call you to that journey. So even though all of our circumstances look different, at the basics... Everybody is doing it because God called them for whatever reason, for whatever purposes. So that's really why on earth we're all homeschooling. Because I truly believe if you're homeschooling, it's because God called you to. And if he calls you to do something, there's no question about it. You will be 
a success in his eyes. You're not necessarily going to be a success in the world's eyes. Perhaps you're never as organized as you want to be. You're never going to get um, your children to love math or whatever, but it's part of the journey. And I believe that he's going to use all the struggles for good. And you can overcome so many of those things if that's his will for you. So it's really important, especially at this time of the year when we're all like in the winter doldrums. You know, January is a really hard month for homeschooling, I think, because the holidays are over, all the excitement is gone, (laughs) and we have this big, cold, dark, snowy month ahead of us. So I've always had sort of like the winter doldrums at this time, and it's very easy at that time of the year to get off track and to start say, well... Maybe this, you know, you start saying, this isn't as um, as good as I hoped. This isn't as easy as I hoped. Well, guess what? If it was so easy, why would you need God, right? This homeschool journey has brought me so much closer to God because I know that I can't do it in my own strength. So this time of the year, it's really important to remember why on earth you homeschool. Because if you sit there and you say, This is a really depressing month and it's dark and it's cold and we're stuck inside all the time. You're just focusing on all the earthly stuff, the temporal stuff, the stuff you can see and touch and feel and feel like you can control. But when you focus on the true um, purposes and you focus on the eternal and you fix your eyes on the unseen and not the seen and you fix your eyes on Jesus... Then you remember, this is why on earth I'm homeschooling. And you remember that it's not supposed to be easy every day. You will be stretched and you will be challenged and your kids will be stretched and your kids will be challenged. But isn't that what life is all about? Christians, we're not called to have it all comfortable. We're not called to have it easy. And so if homeschooling is becoming difficult, Hey, bring it to God and say, if this, if this is what you're calling me to, then I know you're going to equip me. Every day this new year, I talked about this on my uh, podcast ep- episode recently. Every day this new year, I've started with a new prayer. And I say, I, op- I literally open my hands and put my palms up. And I do this physically. And I say, I am a child of God and my life is surrendered to you. And sometimes it takes me a few times of saying it till I really come to this overall peace within. Because we can sometimes say we surrender, but then we really don't. We're sort of holding on. So sometimes I really have to say it a couple of times till I really in my heart feel I really am completely surrendered to you. Lord, whatever happens today, bring it. Because you're in charge, you're in control. I have nothing to fear. Oh my goodness, what an amazing thought. For people who don't have Christ, what a fearful world to live in. To have Christ and to know God, to know that he's in control and your job is simply to seek him and obey him and glorify him and do as he says. It doesn't say that if you do all things, your day is going to be easy. But... Doing anything with God is better than doing anything without him. Who wouldn't want, I mean, who wouldn't want that? So if you're doing something really difficult, but you're with God, 
I'd rather do that than do something easy without him. Because that he is the reason we live. He's the reason we exist. He created us. We didn't create ourselves. So we have to tr- stop trying to create our life the way we want it to be. Because that goes against his very nature. And in your homeschool, it goes against the reason he called you to if you keep trying to do it your way. So if you're thinking that this is hard or you're struggling or Even if you're in a place where things are just smooth, you still should always go back and make sure every day you're keeping your eyes fixed on him. Why on earth am I doing this? And yes, he calls us all differently, but at the core, we're doing it because God told us to. And we want to obey and we want to give him glory. And we want to raise up this next generation to be just magnificent disciples for Jesus. And that is my prayer. You know, my kids and I, we've been watching, you know, some of the politics going on. I'm trying to, you know, talk about sheltered. I really do feel like in one way we sheltered them a lot because we don't have regular TV. We're always listening to like Christian radio in the car. And, you know, I said to Steve recently, when I was a kid, I remember the news was on all the time and newspapers and Time Magazine. And I said, we really need to be better and more intentional about them understanding what's going on in the world because we are just not the type of family that has the news on in the background we don't even have tv um and so i started um with the radio in the car we were listening now to talk radio we watched the president's speech this week together we i've been sending articles to my teenagers to read and we've been discussing a lot more of what goes on in the world and honestly it's so disheartening sometimes to see what goes on in the world and I feel like it's just getting worse and worse and I keep telling my kids but your generation you know the millennials get this bad rap and I said to my kids good let them get a bad rap because you can be the generation that takes it back you can be the generation that does things differently like don't let yourself get a bad rap because you're young and don't get disheartened by what goes on in this world because The power of Jesus is so much stronger than any of that. So let's not get disheartened. Let's remember that we're raising these homeschoolers to be different. And it can make a difference. And if God is in control of this whole thing, we have no clue how amazing his plans could be for this next generation of homeschoolers. When I look at my life, not wanting to homeschool and just thinking, boy, Lord, I'll do this for one year. I'll obey you for one year, but I don't want to do this for long term. Looking back over what he has done in our family, in my personal growth, in our family spiritual growth, in everything, it's beyond my wildest dreams. So if we think about that as a whole, for the whole next generation of homeschoolers, that he can blow the doors off of, you know, stereotypes of kids or or what our plans even are for our kids. He can blow the doors off and we can raise this next generation to completely change the culture. Wouldn't that be amazing? And guess what? No matter what goes on in the culture, no matter if it continues to just be this downward spiral, which most likely it will, um, we have our hope. In Jesus and we have a generation being raised to know there is so much more to life than the things that we see around us that our purpose is to know him and make him known and that is our goal in life
So I encourage you, if you're listening to this and you're a homeschooler, if you're thinking about homeschooling, if you never even thought about homeschooling, whatever it is, what on earth are you doing this for? Really think about, you know, if, if you're homeschool, if you keep your mind focused every day on why you're doing this. You know, if you're not a homeschooler, you can apply that to something else that you're, you know, what are you doing, whatever you're, you know, where you're at. But what on earth are you doing this for? And write down and journal and keep that. And really seek the Lord and ask him to help keep you focused. Keep you focused on keeping the main thing the main thing because that's what it's all about. If you want to read more about my journey, I have my book called Home, Finding Joy in Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. That is available on Amazon. I also have Real Homeschool, Letting Go of the Pinterest Perfect and Instagram Ideal Homeschool, and Simply Homeschool. All three of those are available in Kindle and paperback on Amazon, and they really are uh, meant to encourage you on your homeschooling journey to keep your eyes focused on where they should be. But in called home especially, there is, I talk about my story and why I, you know, began homeschooling and how God has worked and how he has really um, led our homeschool. And that's where the joy comes from. When I tried to do it in my own strength, I messed it up. But when I let him lead as he should, um, that is where the joy and the success has been found. There's also a journal section in the back of that notebook. I truly believe in journaling so much. So there's a journal section in there and verses for the homeschooling family. So that book is, um, has been updated in the past two years with this journal section, which I really think is a help for a homeschooling mom. So I thank you for listening to the podcast this week. I would love to hear what you have to say. Go over to the Facebook page or on the blog post and please leave your comments. Let me know. Um, do you, you know, do you focus on the main thing or are you getting distracted by all those other things in your homeschool? I'd love to continue the conversation. If you have questions about homeschooling or questions about anything, as always, please feel free to email me at karen at simply living for him. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.